0: Hi friends and welcome to another episode of the Oakham Church podcast. You've done it. You've made it to the final episode in our Chesed series. This this series where we've been looking at this one really weird sounding ancient Old Testament Hebrew Bible word, this Hebrew word chesed, this one word that means so much more than just one word, this one word that encapsulates all these English words and phrases and pictures and images and metaphors that try and kind of pin it down and get to grips with what this one Hebrew word means. It means all of those things and then some. That's the point of chesed. It's this abounding love, this overflowing love, this never-ending love, this steadfast love, this overwhelming love, this loving kindness, this loyal love, this covenantal love, this, as we'll see today, reckless love. So I've got a few examples From the Hebrew Bible to explain this and then we're going to finish with something slightly different just to end this series out. So firstly one of the the first examples that we see within this this overall overarching story from the Hebrew Bible is found in Genesis 12. Pretty much Genesis 1 through 11 is kind of setting the scene, it's laying down the foundation, it's kind of um, showing us this this literary pattern that's going to just keep on repeating itself over and over again through the chapters and books to come. Actually, you could squeeze that down even further. I'd argue that within the first three chapters of Genesis, we have the the theme, the pattern, the, the literary um, device that will then go on to explain all the other stuff that happens consequently. But here we see a slight change. Here there's a pivot in the story when we get to Genesis chapter 12. The opening verses say this. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people and your father's household to a land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Here we see the, uh, a picture of grace. A picture of God making the first move. God extending this chesed love out to this man Abraham and his family and their family, and their family on and on again, not just to bless Abraham, not even to just bless his descendants, but to bless all peoples on earth. And this, this blessing, and the reminder of this blessing, and the re-reminder of this blessing comes up again, and again, and again, not just through Abraham's story, who will later be known as Abraham, but through his son, and his son, and his son, and on and on again. And again, we see this picture of chesed as grace, as God making the first move. We just jump ahead to Genesis 15. We have this um, well-known story as well, starting in verse one. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliza, of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children. So a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look up look up at the heavens and count the stars if indeed you can count them then he said to him so shall your offspring be Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness he also said to him I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possession of it but Abram said sovereign Lord How can I know that I shall gain possession of it? So the Lord said to him, Bring me a heifer, a goat and a ram, each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. Abram brought all these to him, cut them in two, and arranged the halves opposite each other. The birds, however, he did not cut in half. The birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for four hundred years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own and that they will be enslaved and ill-treated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves and afterwards they will come out with great possessions. You, however, will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here, for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and darkness had fallen, a smoking brazier with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham and said to your descendants, I give this land from the wadi of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Kadmonites, Hittites, Perizzites, Rephaites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites and Jebusites. What a weird story. But again, at the beginning of this, the word of the Lord came to Abram. I am your shield, your very great shield. Reward and continued then to remind Abraham of this chesed promise, this covenantal love. And then, through this weird deep sleep dream state that Abraham has, after performing this very odd sounding ritual where animals are cut in half, and as we've heard on previous episodes of the podcast, this is all about um, striking up a deal. You even get the saying still, cut a deal. That's where it comes from. This idea that two people who want to make a covenant, make an agreement, make an, a, a, a very um, sure and certain arrangement with one another, very seriously, will make this ceremony take place and they will cut the animals in half both members will look at each other and walk towards each other through the middle of these cut in half carcasses making their vows making their promises making their covenants with one another they say that we we promise to keep these and if we fail to keep these promises we're making today may we be like these animals that are here this was serious this was a, a promise made to last and yet notice Abram doesn't make this walk. And Abram doesn't say these words. The only person who makes this walk and reiterates this promise, this chesed promise, once again, is Yahweh, is God. God is making this promise again to Abram. This covenantal love. I just jump into Exodus chapter 6, uh, the first three verses say this. Then the Lord said to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob as God Almighty. But my nature and my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. So here we have these, after this promise made to Abram of these four generations, after being enslaved, here we have this promise being fulfilled. And this other revelation, this, this chesed love is being made known to Moses in a way that it was never made known to Abram and to Isaac and to Jacob. This is God revealing more of God's self to humanity This is God extending that chesed love once again, but in a different way. And if we jump across to Exodus 15. We've had the plagues, we've had the mass exodus, if you pardon the pun, out of Egypt And into the the wilderness and they are faced with the Red Sea. We've had the terror, the worry and the panic. We've had the miracle of the crossing of the Red Sea. And we've had the Egyptians swallowed up in that chaos water. And then we get to this in Exodus 15. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defence, or you could have there my shield. Remember that promise made to Abraham back in Genesis? He is my God and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. That's the new name, the new nature revealed to Moses, unlike how it wasn't revealed to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the water piled up. The surging waters stood up like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue. I will overtake them. I will divide the spoils. I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, your ruach, your wind, your spirit, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead into the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders. Here we see worship. This one true, real, genuine response to this chesed love of God. A God who doesn't just show and reveal chesed but a God who is chesed. It's not just what God does. It's who God is. Later in the New Testament, Jesus will come and explain and describe describe this kind of love of God in lots of different ways. Through teachings, through miracles, through stories, through signs, through parables. One example is found in Luke chapter 15 where we get in short succession three very similar sounding stories but that use different things to explain the same thing. We have the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost queen and the parable of the lost son. Uh, we're going to touch on um, the parable of the lost son or the prodigal son a bit, like, a bit in, on Sunday. Uh, but today I just want to finish by reading the first of these three parables that Jesus uses to explain, once again, this chesed love of God. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering round to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way that there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who do not know They need to repent. This is getting at the heart of Chesed. That it is this generous, overwhelming love. That it is this loving kindness kind of love. It is this steadfast kind of love. It is this boundless love. It is this extravagant Notice that the shepherd there leaves the majority, leaves the 99 to go in search of the one. And when the one is found, what notice what the, what the shepherd does. He throws a massive party. He tells everyone about this one lost sheep. And they have a feast where there's eating and drinking and dancing and celebrating because of that one lost sheep that is found. This is extravagant love. This is chesed love. This is reckless love. You might have noticed, those of you more astute listening to the podcast, that there's been no background music playing throughout this entirety. And there's a reason for that. And it's because I'm going to close out the final episode of this podcast by singing a song that is titled Reckless Love. And it sums up perfectly what we've been exploring throughout this series where we've been looking at chesed.
1: I spoke a word, you were singing. You've been so, so kind to me earn it, I don't deserve it, still you give yourself Down, come in after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, come in. Faces me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it, still you give yourself away. All the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God.
0: Grace and peace.